This podcast replay is brought to you by EssentialMovingExperts.com. Five-star rated. 25 years of experience in the moving business. Family owned and operated. They offer free 30-day storage. Fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Mention the big O and get $150 off. Moving was never so easy. EssentialMovingExperts.com. All righty, there he is, ready to go. How you feeling? Oh, you feeling good? Yeah, man, I'm good. Can't complain. If I did, nobody would care. That is that is the truth. That is definitely the truth. Uh, by the way, you you weren't one of those lame dicks complaining about Rihanna, right? Uh, no, the whole time I'm watching the show, my wife is telling me like, well, one, I'm dancing with my daughter, who's soon to be two. And she's just absolutely, you know, she just wants to get up and dance. And she wants daddy to put her, her on his shoulders and dance with her. Um, so we're doing that. But my wife is telling me she's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. And I'm. it's it's so distracting. And then you're just watching her like limit her dance movements because obviously she's pregnant. Um it's funny that she still hasn't come out or her spokesman hasn't come out or to my knowledge and acknowledge the fact that yes, Rihanna is pregnant with another child. Um, because if she's just carrying the baby weight and that was what was. No, no, that wasn't. No, no, that wasn't baby weight. She's pregnant. Yeah. I, 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 I say the same thing. Um, but by the way, was... I commend her for that because one, I commend that, that we, you know, allow her to still do her thing. I thought she did it in a very classy way, by the way. I thought it was well-designed. Uh-huh. I thought the, the dancers around her, you know, really, I thought it was choreographed awesome. And then at the same time, if you, you've got that close-up, you could tell it that when she's elevated, those things are like, you know, they're, they're kind yeah. of moving around. She, but she, she was strapped in on it. I mean, okay. it's, it's not the first time. But she's... you're strapped in. You're pregnant. Yeah. You're in front of billions of people. Yeah. You still have to keep your composure. So give her her props. No, okay? no, no. I, I definitely you know. think she deserves her props for the show. I mean, the the baby steals the show. And that's what everybody was talking about after the Super Bowl. So, I mean, mission accomplished. But think about it. She committed to doing the Super Bowl probably four months before she was pregnant. I'm sure she never really thought or whatever. I don't know what their plans are. So, you know, you can't plan that, bro. Yeah. No, Hey, listen, props to her props to her for continuing to do the show. Um, I did not, I will acknowledge this. What I didn't like was that there wasn't a guest performer. And yeah, a lot of people were because we've kind of getting used to it. Our, yeah, we've and and that's not fair to her either, because maybe that was never part of the thing. It was just something people talked about, reported all yeah. this and that, but that was never said. Oh, Rihanna's, no. you know what I mean? It's but like, every, so it's everybody, not, everybody. And, and, and by the way, Rihanna is big enough that she doesn't really need you know, that extra performer overall. So that's, yeah, you know, but Beyonce gave us a destiny child reunion, but see, she doesn't, Rihanna's not that Rihanna's Rihanna. She doesn't, I, have I, I that. understand that, but let, let, let's, okay. I guess, you know what? You're right. Because, um, the weekend didn't give us any guests and I had, dude, and I love that one. 
It was I bad. love that one with the uh, inside the, the mirrors. Yeah, the it was a little I weird was to me. Cool, dude. I it thought, a, yeah, I, I had no problem with that one, actually. A little, I, I little, that. a little weird. A little weird. I'm not a weekend fan, though. My wife my wife loves the weekend, and she plays this music all the time, and I always tell her, like, change it. I don't want – I'm just not – I've taken her to a weekend concert, and it just – I sat there, and it was just like, I don't like it. And – not it's enough just, variety in his music, right? He doesn't maybe really... maybe that's what it is. Yeah. It's it's yeah. just it's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a lot of his music kind of sounds. Uh, it's like that guy Sam Smith that gets a lot of you know, but most of his music sounds a lot of the same, you know. And I hear you. You know, so you. it's kind of uh, you know, whatever. But it is what it is. But still, uh, I like that one. He he. It was different the way they did it too, and so the way Rihanna did it also was was different too i i liked it overall uh what'd you think of the game and uh um, very happy because as you know i have money on kansas city um mm -hmm. got got it, it made a nice little payday so i'm very appreciative to that um thought the pass interference call was overplayed um it was pass interference twice twice he held yeah. twice Okay, maybe, maybe. I, 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 I don't know. There's no maybe. Watch it. He helped. I, yeah, I only look for one. Um, uh, that game could have easily gone either way. Uh, what I like about Patrick Mahomes is if you give him a chance on that, on, on, on that final, if you give him the ball within a within a, a one score lead or even to close out the game, he's going to finish. Which is why when I saw the odds, because I did, I did that bet maybe. I did that bet maybe two months ago at probably right when Jalen hurts suffered the shoulder injury. Cause I was like, Hmm, it's, it's, it's really good. Uh, and they didn't know how serious the shoulder injury was. I was like, this is some really good odds to, to, to I put hundred down to get like four eighty, And I was like, or four forty. I was like, man, this is, this is some good odds here. So I took it. Very thankful that I did. I was offered to buy it, buy it out, and I I really wanted to, but I was just like, you know what? Let it ride. If if I buy it out, I just double the money. I, the hundred's already gone. Let me just ride it out. See if I can get my four four hundred. So I'm very happy that I did. But it could have easily went either way. But I was watching very nervously. Yeah, I'm with you. I picked KC also, and um, just uh, I give them props, man. Second half they came through. Yeah, and, uh, and, total team and performance. The fact that the Eagles, after a, a year where they got four billion sacks, and couldn't they couldn't touch get, but but that's coaching. That's coaching, which is why I have always said, un unwavering. Back, this is back when Joe Philbin, the Dolphins hired Joe Philbin. I was saying, hey, Andy Reid's available. Go get Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the best coach in the NFL. No, no question about it. Andy Reid's coaching tree is the best coaching tree in the NFL. No, no reservations on my part in saying that. Um, I, I challenge you to find somebody with a better coaching tree. Um, and it was the game plan, the, the the quick passing games, the runs, the lateral runs. It was a phenomenal game plan that basically negated what the Eagles' strengths were, and loved it. Loved every second of it. Like you didn't, you didn't see them go after Darius Slay. You didn't, you know, they played a brilliant game plan, which was avoid 
eagle strengths and yeah. loved, loved it. By the way, the coaching tree that Andy comes from is the only other coaching tree. It's, that's it's Walsh, right? Yeah. Right. The Bill Walsh tree with Dennis Green and Mariucci. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam Weish and, yeah. mm. and uh, Mike Holmgren, who then that's where he comes from. That that Holmgren comes from the Bill Walsh tree, whereas Andy Reid comes from the Mike Holmgren tree. So it's kind of the same. Was route. he on uh, Walsh's staff? No, he was on Holmgren's staff. Holmgren's staff. Okay, well, and Holmgren he... is a disciple of yes. the Walsh stuff. Well, so so okay. it's kind of it's kind of it shows you that the influence that those guys had, that even Holmgren had his own tree, and now Andy has had his own tree. Also I, off of that, off of the Walsh tree. You, you know whose tree I also like? I like Shanahan's tree. I like my, I, I really like Mike Shanahan's tree. And yeah. it's it's yeah. quite impressive if you yeah. really, really take that's a another, look at it. That's another one that's uh, developed some some nice branches. Unlike Belichick, that's a rotten-ass tree. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, well, that's, uh, if, you don't, if you don't allow your coaches to grow on their own and you're just going to be a puppeteer the entire time, you know, just like if you want to coddle your kids the entire time. I, I, I don't think and that's, then when you that's put, when problem. you send them off when you send them off into the real world and you coddle them the entire time and they face adversity and they fold like a cheap tent. That's because you didn't toughen your kid up enough. And that to me, that's what happens with Belichick. He coddles because he controls his damn coaches like puppets. So by the time they are set off to in the real world, they. Their little wings, they're not ready to fly. And they're no, I, I think their downfall is they think that they can all do it Belichick's way. And I know they don't want to be like Belichick, but they they've all, with the exception of Lovey Smith, and I think we've discussed this, uh not Lovey Smith, um no, Romeo Cornell. Cornell. Yeah, but Cornell they, is just a wired differently. He's yeah, just a, they've all with the exception like of Cornell, being, you know, had had a very abusive tinge to them. And yeah. That's not going to work in today's NFL. Yeah, Cornell was probably the opposite. He was probably too nice. <laughs> that's, that's probably Cornell's thing, that he's too much of a decent human being. You know what I mean? He's probably yeah. too, too nice overall. That's probably what's kind of hurt him, you know, in this process. Um, they were disastrous. I don't know if you watched them. And then he kind of canceled the rest of his interviews. Did you catch the whole to a Super Bowl week? And did you catch any of the interviews? Because they were, I mean, just absolutely brutal. And then he kind of canceled the rest of his interviews. Just out of curiosity. You, did, did he cancel the rest of his interviews? I saw oh, yeah. I, I oh, saw yeah. some, and they were brutal. And yeah. I was just like, whoa. Like, but not to my surprise. Because, you you know what's weird? And, and, and I would love for you to weigh in on this. Because... Me and you, we sat in. Me, a I have no opinion on anything. So go ahead. We sat. We sat for seven years in a very distinct position where we were both labeled as Tannehill haters. Um, yes. I I view I view myself as a Tannehill critic. He was never ever going to be good enough, and the longer you kept dragging it out, the more time right. you wasted. That was right. my position. For seven years, we, we did yeah. this this song and dance for seven years, Amen. never going anywhere. And what really bothers me was from from the and I said this earlier this week on Twitter, from the national media standpoint, um, 
you never heard them say Dolphins better go get a better quarterback. Dolphins free this free agent. Dolphins should be exploring this free agent. Hey, this quarterback in this draft. I remember I I I, I drafted quarterbacks for the Dolphins in my mock drafts and was like, hey, you you guys should every really year think, think about taking another quarterback. Remember right. the Joe Philbin Derek Carr flirtation? I was like, yeah, do it. You like him? Go do it. Go ahead. Go for it. And the national media never once in seven years, including his injury stint, said, hey, Dolphins should be exploring a, a replacement. Dolphins should be no, trying to In fact, to they were suckered by uh, Tannehill. They were even suckered even I, I don't know if they were suckered by – nobody ever believed in them because they were very – they were not relevant. But let's get, let me get to my point. That's seven years. Seven years. Now, Tua has had – Two years as a bona fide starter. I'm not counting this first year. Two years as a bona fide starter. He was like the 16th ranked quarterback in the NFL his second year. And he finished as the number one ranked quarterback this year. Now, we all know the narratives and conversations have been put to rest about his ability, his arm. What hasn't been put to rest is his durability and fragility. Okay, no, no argument there. But all week, we're hearing stuff about Derek Carr and, oh, the Dolphins should be exploring replacement for Tua. Oh, the Dolphins should be like, bro, it's been two years. He's He, he was literally Pro Bowl caliber quarterback in the conversation for MVP in two years, his second year. You don't hear these conversations about Matt Jones. Why are you hearing them about Tua? Like, what? Wh and I get it. The concussions, no problem. Give him one season. This is all I ask. One season, 2023, to show you who he is. Without any question, without any drama, fully supporting him, behind him, like the team is. One season to show him all the, give him all the support that he needs as a fan base, and, and as an organization and, and from a media standpoint and then see what comes of that this man can't even get that like why i don't get it and seven years of mediocrity with Tannehill, like Tannehill deserves seven years of mediocrity and we can't get one season where tua isn't under heavy barrage like why i don't get it I mean, he's the number one rated passer in the NFL, bro. It's not like Miami Dolphin quarterbacks are never that, ever. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm hanging in there, and uh, I'm I'm happy bringing him back. I just hope, you know, I'm glad he's taking judo. Uh, I took judo myself for, for a few years, and it does teach you how to fall and how to prepare for falls. Is it going to protect them every single time? Of course not. There are going to be things that happen in the NFL that you're not going to be able to yeah. be prepared for yeah. and you'll get plastered. There yeah. are times that you will get hit yeah. and you will have an opportunity to break your fall and those kind of things. So it, it could help in certain situations. So I'm glad he's making an effort. Ultimately, I think what's going to save his ass and give him a long career is make your decisions under three seconds, kid. That's all. Make make ninety nine percent of your decisions under three seconds. I, once I hate in a while, that. I, you know, you know, around. I don't support that. You know, I don't. I, I get that. it. I get it. I, but once in a know. while, there'll be nobody around, and you'll be able to buy yourself another half a second or a second, and then you take advantage of it. But more often than not, do what a lot of the great statue like quarterbacks did, 
whether they were Peyton Manning or, or Drew Brees or Dan Marino, make a quick decision and get rid of the ball. You, you, don't you could be right. Gambling. I don't believe in fundamentally changing who a quarterback is. And you know that we, we have, we've had this argument since the mid season and it's I not don't changing. It's not changing. It's just tweaking what you do. You're not changing who it, you his, are. His, his beauty is he buys that extra second and he makes something happen with that extra second. And I, I love that about him. And his if you beauty, take... his beauty is he can throw on time and accurate and anticipate and see windows uh, opening before they actually open. What That's made him the number practice. one passer is that extra second he can buy. And I get it. It leaves. That's not how he got hurt though, big O. And it I is. get it. It is how he can get hurt. No, that's how he always gets hurt. All of them are between four and five seconds. Not all his injuries. Oh, okay. I timed them all, bro. His it, ankles, it, his hip, his two concussions. They're all he's going to get 3.8 seconds to 5.1 seconds. He's going to get hit. He's going to get hit. Build him, build him a brick wall. He's going to get yeah, hit. But you can't take Tannehill time to throw. You can't be in the four or five second range, bro. That's 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 how Tannehill used to take all those hits because he would wait four or five seconds. Luckily, he would that, that wasn't Tannehill's problem. That that wasn't Tannehill. Well, I mean, he could Tannehill absolutely no feel for. Right, pressure. right. He couldn't read it, but that's the that's my point, doggy. That it took him four to five seconds to actually read, because he couldn't make his reads. I mean, he could read. He has no he could read. He has no feel for the pocket. He has no feel for. I'm curious what's right. going to happen to right. him. By by the way, this in this off season that you know, I guess quarterbacks are now available. Derek Carr, um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm curious what's going to happen with Tannehill because somebody. I gonna... think you know, I, I think somebody will bring him in to be competition slash backup guy or something like that. Team competition that... slash backup. Oh, yeah, you like, think like he's a backup? Tannehill. Oh, well, well, I mean, in this with league, all these trash ass quarterbacks in the league. In this league. That's what I'm saying. In this league, he's either a bad starter or a backup. He's not a bad starter. Come on, let's put some respect on his name. He's a he's an average NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, he's a, he's a game manager. I'm just I'm big, I'm not big on game managers because it, it's just. I mean, when they not to say that you know when they the Titans were a good team when he was healthy. Oh, the Titans had a Super Bowl team, bro. If they had a quarterback, no, I'm talking about this year. Win. I'm talking about this I, I'm year. Ta- I'm talking about since he's been there. They're they're pretty damn good. That yeah, they don't they, they don't had a real quarterback. They would have gone a lot farther with a real quarterback. Derek Carr, how much further they get? With what? Derek oh, Carr. Oh, God, they might win a Super Bowl two years ago. If you have A.J. there and all that, you might win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. Yes, definitely. There's, I can name several quarterbacks that are way worse than Derek Carr that won with a complete team. And if Derek Carr had that of a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, not this past year because this past year, once you lost A.J., you really lost a lot in that offense. Yes, it, I agree. It made – he makes life. He's a freak, bro. How many guys are built like that guy? It's like he, he, you, you purge, you purge, and didn't help yourself. No question. Right. Yeah. No. And I get why they did it because with Malik, which was a bad pick, it looks like right now, and then they drafted the young kid. So then those two guys would grow up. I, I get what the vision is. Why? Why yeah. are we going to pay AJ while we're developing a young quarterback? They. I, they, I, they, I understand. I understand. They should have went one more year with this roster because that was their window 
now I think now, that three interception performance was like, yeah, this is not the guy. Like he lost, like because the interceptions were really bad and really and like and you're like, wow, this team is really good and this guy just effed everything up. And I think that that, I think that scared the crap out of him and they finally figured it out that yeah, this is not the guy for pressure like situations and that kind of stuff. His brain's gonna go scatterbrained, you know. That's kind of the way it is with him. I mean, some of those interceptions, I'm not defending Tannehill. Some of those interceptions were like tips and shit, stuff like that. So it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't. Two of those three were absolutely brutal interceptions on his part. If you go back and look at it, go look at it. Those two of the three were just atrocious, bro. Uh, uh, yeah. Just really, really bad decisions, you know, overall. But what did you, just out of curiosity, did you, were you laughing or were you understanding or you don't think it's anything, the judo stuff? No, I, like, I know who, Tan, I know who Tua is. He's a quarterback who's going to do, if there's a, any chance that this is going to help me improve my game, I'm going to do it. Right, yeah, it. it's true. It's true. I, and, and I love it. If 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 somebody said came to him and said, "Hey, bro, judo could help you learn how to fall," you're probably like, "All right, cool, show me." And you know, and, and I believe in the, the team around him. I believe in I believe in in Nick. Um, I believe in in I believe in his father Galu. I, I you know, they this is this is a two hundred million dollar franchise. They're gonna do everything that they possibly can to get you that extension. And right. like if learning how to do judo, like to me, I want to hear about the changing of the helmet because he has to change his helmet. And well, supposedly that, one of his helmet is one of the most safest helmets out there, supposedly. OK, you know, well, I, maybe that I, I, ain't I, working for you. Uh, no, nah, I think I think what ain't working for him was that those were brutal hits and he didn't have control of his body and that head gets slammed. He might have to wear that 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 neck thing. Also yeah, around yeah. his, I mean, let uh, me around let me, his helmet between the pads and his helmet, so it moves less too, and and it gives him some shock, you know, just in case. Uh, Steve Grogan for the New England Patriots played with it for for several years on the back end of his career, so it's been done before by by quarterbacks. I don't know recently if we've had a quarterback that has worn it, but I do remember Steve Grogan uh, wore it for a while. I'm I'm curious to see what what his approach will be. Um, I'm dying to see this 2023 season just because it's it's the year of Tua, and it's it's going to be his coming out party, in, in my opinion. Now, if he can't stay healthy, then it's going to be his goodbye party. But you know, it's right. it's it's truly going to be something that that I think South Florida will really enjoy. If he can, for me, as long as he can make quick decisions. And keep keep himself clean. One of the things he did this year was he stayed away from regular injuries, which has really been his bugaboo his entire life. Yeah, and you want to you want to play been, hot it hasn't, been about, it hasn't it. been about concussions. So if you can stay away from the head trauma, and then you stay away. If he stays away from head trauma this year and injuries, he'll go for two years without busting something up, ribs, finger, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that'll be a, a step in the right direction for him, actually. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know? So it's, it, I know people say, well, it's injuries. Injuries are injuries. Oh, it doesn't matter if it's his body or his head. I, I got you. I get it. But it was a different issue this year. And 
maybe it was also a lot of bad luck too because his entire other the rest of his career wasn't filled with a whole bunch of concussions. I mean, we, we can call it bad luck, but some people just don't have a a, a, a durable body. And yeah. I, I can tell you Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Okay, that's fair. Um, oh yeah, Jimmy G's available too. I'm curious to see Jimmy G hmm, where he's gonna end up. Um I I am... I, I, I when um, we had just had Matt Verderam earlier, and I agree with him. It's Aaron Rodgers, Jets or Raiders, and then Garoppolo is the fallback for each of them. Because it looks like where's Derek Carr and, going? And, and Derek Carr looks like you know, first New Orleans, but now Carolina's really interested. So he has to decide between Carolina and New Orleans. If I'm Derek Carr, I'm going, I'm going to Carolina. I'm I like going to defense. wherever the money is. No, but but well, well, New Orleans has money issues too because they still have a dead cap issue with. Yeah, uh, New Orleans always got money year. issues. Though. Yeah, yeah, they, well, they, no, they but they have they have to get through the breeze. Like remember when? Yeah, yeah. When I don't. Left, I don't want. I, when I don't left, they had thirteen and nineteen million of dead cap money that they had to go through. They're doing the same thing with Breeze now, and I think they have another bad year of that. But Carolina's got money. They've got a top ten pick. They've got they've got a, a nice they've got a, a nice receiver actually they got two decent receivers they got a really yeah. nice receiver and then they've got a defense bro yeah they've got some players on that D it's an easy division um yeah. I, I like I, I if I'm him I'm taking Carolina over New Orleans plus I'm playing on grass instead of inside the dome all these things I I kind of like the the and then the media. Also, is not going to. I don't think either one is really. I mean, brutal. he wasn't in a hostile media in New Orleans environment. I mean, in Vegas, Orleans, but yeah, yeah, Vegas. Vegas. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Vegas. but South, but but Carolina is definitely not a. You know, it's not going to be cupcake. A cupcake city to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, you're not dealing with, you know, like if you had to go to New York. If I'm him, I'm picking. If if you give me Carolina and the Saints, I'm taking Carolina, bro. I, I agree with you. I think Carolina is a good job. Um, good, good, good position. Good spot. Frank Wright, good, good quarterback coach. Frank Wright. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's another good reason. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, because uh, I think you got I, I a like, bad rap in Indy. To be quite honest. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. You got a bad rap in Indy. Yeah, no, we, we're we're aligned there T- today. Yeah. We we're the the listeners are going to be upset because we're not arguing about something. What we no, have to no. find something to argue. We agreed on Rihanna. Um, yeah, we 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 agreed on Court Tannehill. We, we did not agree on. Uh, well, no, we did not agree on Tannehill. We agreed on Tua. We need we need something to disagree on because the people who come and listen to this podcast are going to be very disappointed. We're and we agreed that it was a penalty at the end. Uh, t- damn, we agreed on that too. We, yeah, like, damn, we agreed. Kansas City, better team. Like, yeah, this is going to be a very disappointing. Uh, What's your number one need for the Miami Dolphins in free agency? <laughs> now, now you're gonna, now you're gonna do it. Um, if there's a position, I, I would, I would fill. love to say offensive line, but I'm going to resist because they've shown that they can go find filler shit. Yeah. I'd go, I'd go with well, Snell. Have, well, think about it, doggy. You now have a unicorn. Because if Armstead's healthy, Connor and Hunt, you kind of have your unicorn. So you're really only trying to figure out the right tackle spot. And by the way, if you bring back Brandon Shell, 
The dude yeah. did a serviceable job I'm, at right. I'm tackle. going with Shell over Austin Jackson. No, no, if you I, no, if you I'm, go I'm, with Austin Jackson, no, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm going with Brandon Shell with you. I'm I'm a thousand percent. But you know they're going to give Austin Jackson a chance. Don't so want really, to. Not interested. I, I get. I get. I get. Right. I'm good. I've so, seen totally, enough. Totally understand. But my point is to follow up on what you're about to say is you're really not filling a lot of needs on offensive I, line. I, you're I you're kind you. of figuring out you. left guard. Yeah. So I say, dude. Stop the effing around already. Find me a middle linebacker. No, no, that's what I was going to say. Not, my number one need is, yeah, middle linebacker, and that's not going to be a very popular opinion with the guy who actually holds the position because um, he's always had very productive seasons and statistically great years um, in this scheme, in this defense. But, but honestly, he doesn't fit the guy's scheme that's coming in now. Yeah, he, he didn't fit the last one either, but he managed right. to make it work. But right. yes, I, I need a, I mean, I need a, I need a good middle linebacker. I need a, yeah, I, I'm tough. not asking, I'm not asking for Zach Thomas. Damn, give me a Channing Crowder. Like that, that, that. You, you need, you need a badass linebacker in the middle of that defense for once and for all already. <sighs> Where and how you get it, I have no idea. No. Well, I because you see that that's my problem. You know, when people, oh well, let's talk about free agents. Well, no, let's not talk about free agents no, because not. I don't know who the hell's available yet. I don't know who's getting tagged. I don't know who's getting traded. I don't know yeah, who's getting cut. Be, yeah, there are gonna be tons of people cut. Yeah, uh, and, and and there'll be people signed that you will be surprised, like, oh shit, they re-signed them. And you don't know. So I hate yeah. talking about people until I know who the hell is available yeah. right now. And I don't know who's available right now. But there's going to be a middle linebacker somewhere. You better find them in that second, third round, or you better find them in free agency, preferably free agency for, for this guy. Because I don't think you want a young middle linebacker at this point that has to then learn everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering what's salvageable. What this de what this defensive coordinator will will bring and find salvageable on this team. And maybe, maybe he looks at the Jerome Baker and says, "Hey, I could work with that." And I like Jerome <laughs> Baker, but, but I like Jerome Baker, but he doesn't fill his need. His need. For the middle linebackers, a guy that can sift through the trash, yeah, bounce can can, can shit can shed uh, tackles, yeah, blocks and, instincts and, and penetrate, and yeah, that's not who Jerome Baker has ever been. That's You're not correct. his game, correct. So uh, he doesn't fill his need. Right, he's going to cut him. Is what I think is going to happen. I think Jerome Baker gets cut. I really do. I think he's part of the casualties uh, this year at linebacker. Um, because I think you're going to be using a lot more of Phillips and Chubb as your outside guys, and I think you're going to try to find more of a traditional middle linebacker that can truly run and sh and and has size and can you know shed some tackles and things like that. I think he's going to try to find that. And, Ooh, uh, and I don't yeah. know about that, bro. I'm not... well, Chubb's going to be a backer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, and Phillips too. In this, uh, in, this scheme, in this scheme, he's going to be that. They boy, have, to. They have yeah. no choice. I don't Plus, know. I I don't think in a three-four, you want to you want to put Phillips Jer on the line. Jerome is, uh... you know, what I'm saying because Sealer and Wilkins definitely will be on the line for you. Sealer, Wilkins, right? and, and Agba, yeah. 
and and Agba, and then you've also got Raekwon. Hold on, yeah. And, no, and so yeah. I, I think that's kind of what you're going to have there in that rotation, that whole thing, and then you got to have the other two guys play. And I'm expecting Chubb to have a really good season because now his coach is here. So he should know how to use him. And, and, but Phillips, you can't put him on the line because that athleticism, you have to let it grow. And I think he's going to become – I think he has a lot of the JT elements to him. So I think you're going to want to free him up a little bit because I think he's going to be a terror. I really yeah. do. I, th- I think Jalen Phillips. No, I, I think Jalen Phillips is a star too. I think he's going to be uh, one of those players that blossoms in a, in a year or two. Um, I was, in fact, a little disappointed at what his level of production. I, I, in fact, told him this. I was like, bro, you you missed a good half dozen sacks quarterbacks in your arms. Yeah, but he was right. He was man. He was right there. But he, his effort. God, yeah, so bro. But you so impressed, with him. So impressed with him. That, I that, think he's really going to blow. I think he is. He is. He is. He, he it's, is. It's, it's only two years, bro, and I think he's just building up the. He's, he's got to finish. He's got. He's got to learn to finish, bro. He's got to learn to finish. That's and the difference did, between you being an a good, promising player and an elite defensive lineman, elite yeah. defensive player, a guy that's household name. He he has the talent to be a household name. He does. Oh, yeah. Yes. With, with, without yes. without a doubt, and that's why I was a little I, I was I was just a tad disappointed last year in in what what we saw from him. And no complaints because I'm not saying it's a bad season, but I know what kind of talent I'm looking at. I know what kind of yeah. talent I'm. Looking no, but at. I have no problem with his second year and what he's done. I have more of a problem with Raquan Davis, who does not live up to his draft status, and and flash. No, he li- no he lives up to his draft reputation. Yeah, that's true, but not his status. Okay, he lives up to his no, he lives up to his draft reputation. I I can't argue with that. I can't argue he did not play. He's a two-down player. And 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 the and the motor was always a question mark for him, and that's what it's been because he he will flash, but there is no consistency in his game. You know, you know he has it in him to become dominant, but I don't even I don't even see Daryl Gardner like impact like daryl also had problem with his motor he, he, but, he but, the funny thing his, is he's not even jordan phillips good yet which yeah, is no which is no. crazy no which is crazy right right yeah like to even say that is crazy because jordan phillips god chow two guys that you you know you pick later nah, on no 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 we're not going there I, I got more consistency out of Godchild than I've seen out of Raekwon Davis every day of the week and twice on Sundays. Godchild never sorry, played I for a good defense. Godchild never I, played on a good defense. And yeah, he, he, but he played well for for what he was and where he was picked. He Clean played up, well for the Dolphins, and he's done a nice job for the uh, Patriots overall. Godchild has made way made way more progress than Raekwon Davis. Raekwon Davis is is one of the most inconsistent players that the Miami Dolphins have. He is might be one of the more talented players, but he he has lived up to his draft reputation. You are correct because he came in with the same kind of reputation of Daryl Gardner. But at least Daryl Gardner in those first couple of years, the motor was on more than Raekwon's has been on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we're all we're time. this is a contract year, so you know what happens. Um, pay for play, so right. uh, pay, play for pay. 
So I'm I'm curious to see what happens this year, especially it's going to be under new coaching. Well, I'm curious what what other changes they've made to their staff that you know because I didn't think their defensive staff was that good last year. So I'm curious. Levante David, by the way, somebody's throwing out there. It could be a free agent if he is. That might be Levante's tried to come here a couple of times. I know his agent really well. Um, and who's his agent? Uh, name escapes me at the present moment. Um, damn, Ron, Ron Butler. Okay. Yeah. Um, Levante's tried to come here a couple of times. In fact, when he just signed his deal, the Dolphins made him an offer. I, I just don't think at this age, that's nah. I'd do it. No, I'd do it. I'd bring him. I still think he has a, a couple of years left for this defense. They need something. They need a, a badass. Yeah. Line. So Let me see if how there's, old if there's a couple of guys out there. I don't think he's more than 29 or 30. No, he's probably 30. It's probably what it is. I'm looking at his age right now. He is 33. Oh, he's 33. Levante's been in the league for a while. Yeah, bro. he's been in the league. Yeah, the, the other kid is younger, and he yeah. might also be let go too. Uh, White, Devin White might be also. No effing way. Oh, they have, no. They, they have all kinds of cap issues. So they could be releasing all kinds of guys, maybe even White. Uh, I believe. Let me look at what his contract is, Levante. What is White's be... contract? I think it's either he's got Ooh, either. You're right. Big... He, he is a free agent, I think. Yeah, yeah. Levante. I thought he either. I thought he either had a big cap hit left for this year, one year left, or he's a free agent. One of the two. Yeah, I think they restructured his contract in the roster. Because there's word that they may part ways with both guys. Yeah, the contract voids the day before free agency and begins. He's still in his late 20s, right? He's still in his late 20s. Who? who? You're talking about oh, White. You're talking about White. Okay, no. Um, Let me look up Light, White because I was looking up Levante's contract situation because you, you mentioned him. Let me let me look up. Um, I think White has got either one year left or he's a free agent or something like that. And, uh, I'm about to tell you. They in a owe him some some big ass money. Uh, he should have uh, oh 11 million. I think this is his fifth year option. Let me look. Let me look. 25. Yeah, this is his fifth year option. 11.7 million dollars. He ain't going nowhere, bro. He probably will force so, a trade, try to get a, a restructured contract. This is the first year he's going to make real money. Um, this is his fifth year option. 11.7 million dollars. Um, but he, he's not going to want to play, play on that. But if they're getting rid of the Levante, Levante David, then yeah, they're definitely going to keep him. Um, what's their cap situation? Like? Alf, by the way, is there, he says, Raekwon Davidson's day Ooh. one has been asked to play zero technique and one a and one B those guys take, uh, beatings to make everybody else look good. Yeah. But he, I'm aware. Does, he, I'm Alf, aware. he still doesn't make enough plays. He doesn't, he, he, he doesn't disrupt enough. He certainly does and, not. And that's it, my if problem. He's, with it. If he he's had, single block he by has, center, he's losing. No, and, no, and, and listen, if he was the kind of guy that I looked at and said, well, he's only good at holding up a couple guys. Yes. No, that's his thing. Then, okay, that's fine. But that's not Ra Raekwon has the ability yes. to shed things and let, penetrate and create some stuff. And he just doesn't do enough. He doesn't let me, make let me clarify something I just said here in the middle because, of the line. Let me yeah. clarify something I just said here because it'll be taken out of context where I said okay. he is because everything's taken out of context. If he's blocked one on one on the center, he's losing. And the reason I say he's losing is because. He should be dominating a one-on-one -on -one block by center yep. and and in the backfield every play. 
and he has that type of ability. Why we don't see it when he does get solo blocked, I don't know. And like I said, he has Daryl Gardner like, and yet I saw more of Daryl Gardner blowing shit up than I've seen from Ra Raekwon. And that's my problem with Raekwon. Raekwon for me has not lived up to the draft status. It's been a mediocre pick. It's the second round, it's the second round pick. It's you know, you knew that's a high he, pick. That's a high pick for a yes, player it like was, that. But for a player who was billed as a first round talent, but had some luggage with him. And right, right. the luggage is clearly what's holding him up. And because at that spot, a ton of teams find guys in the fourth and fifth and sixth rounds. Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of big fat guys that were yeah, drafted later none, on in the none with none with that ability. Like Paul no. Solii was like a fifth round, fourth round, fourth round, fourth, yeah. round, fourth rounder, and he developed. Yeah. You know, it's like that. Uh, it, it's certain guys, you know, you can find. Took him three years the, to develop. The aforementioned though. Davin Godchow was a fifth rounder and has become a really good player overall. Not a great player or anything, but for his Man. draft status, he has overplayed his draft status he has become okay a really he yeah. was another guy who got knocked for having some suitcases and of, of baggage and you know i and i like gotcha i think he's he's a nice solid for a fifth round bro yeah no yeah but yeah okay yeah he's, you, can find, you can find the big fat guys you can find them later on in the draft and develop them into really but if you take them early when you gotcha take him had early, six, like, 62 tackles and one and a half sack last year, last season, yeah. three tackles for loss. Let me, let me look at. Uh, um, so break. when you, when you, but when you take a Raekwon Davis or anybody in the second round, you have a really high opinion of that defensive line. Oh, wow. Right? Raekwon had 33 tackles, one sack. Yeah. No, no, no. Raekwon doesn't, Raekwon doesn't get it done, bro. He just doesn't get it done. It's it's the eyes see it. I don't I don't even need to see the stats. I I just watch the kid all the time, and and it's a shame because the the there's the God given ability is there. All right, tell them about I am athlete, my brother. What do they do to uh, latch on and watch and support? Uh this is this week we have um, Jermaine Dupree. Um, great episode. Um, he's talking about uh, his career legacy it's 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 a conversation uh about with legends um talks about wanting to do a uh, uh, versus battle if we're still doing those things with um with diddy in atlanta in the superdome um so it'll be it'll be it'll it's a good it's a good episode good conversation um legend talk so and next week is uh, a pretty good one with um jadakus so oh wow okay there you go. All right. Good stuff. I am athlete. Check it out at all, all platforms and subscribe. Follow my man Omar Kelly on Twitter at Omar Kelly. Oh, as always. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. All right. There you go. The essential moving experts.com. My Dolphins exchange.